chief coach, the sports dad, the sports parents, here to talk grassroots to the professional game and what it takes to raise the next star. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you may be. You are listening to the Chief Coach Podcast. Have you ever wondered how sports academies or sports programs start off? Most times it starts with someone's passion to create something. Today in episode seven, we look at parents making a difference, not for profit, but for giving the youth an opportunity to try sports. Here to share her journey is KG Graham Douglas, who runs a football academy and just launched the first ever girls and only basketball academy in Abuja, Nigeria. Welcome to the Chief Coach Podcast, KG. Oh, hello. Good afternoon, Koye. Thank you. Great, great to have you. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are um, and what you do? Okay. Uh, my name is um, KG Graham Douglas. Um, I, um, I basically, my day job is um, I'm an HR specialist. Um, I also run a small guest house here in, in uh, Meitama in Abuja. Um, I lived most of my life in the UK, but moved here when I got married um, about 13 years ago. And um, uh, yeah, so I've lived here ever since. Uh, once we got married, we, ha we started having kids and I really wanted to, uh, my son to join a football academy. Um, so I looked around, I saw a few, but they were quite far away from where we lived and they didn't really tick all the boxes that I was looking for. So I kind of complained to my husband that, you know, I can't find anything. I don't know what to do. And he just said to me, why don't you open your own? You know, so that, that way your son can go to his, his mommy's um, um, academy. So I was like, okay. Uh, so I went back to the UK, did some research, um, put him in quite a few academies there um, just to kind of get the feel of what it would be like. And um, there we had it and we, we started um, in 2018, um, Little Hawks Football Club. And that's basically yeah. my journey. Fantastic, fantastic. It's good that you, I mean, I mean, obviously it's, um, you realise that um, distance was, was a factor and, uh, and abroad, most of the cases you'll find that um, kids go to academies within a specific distance to their homes. It's, it's also part of the um, football governing bodies um, protocols or, or processes they, they try and adhere to certain regulations around youth, youth football making sure that parents can easily access clubs or academies close by so it's good you've started something off which obviously gives your particular community something to also also do so I mean going on to that whole academy journey and starting it off I mean, you run a mixed football academy for children and also launch an all-girls basketball program more recently. How did you start off? I mean, you did the research, uh, you came back, and then how did you start to put things into place to, to, to bring it to life? Okay. Well, first and foremost, what I did was that um, my, my, son, my son's school, 
So I, I kind of, I kept on putting it off because I was a bit, I was a bit nervous that I don't know anyone and what's if nobody turns up. So what I did is that I started speaking to um, my, the parents at my son's school and first of all spoke to the people in his class and said, you know, what do you think? I'm thinking of starting a football academy. What do you think? Would you guys, you know, let your kids come? So I spoke to had boys and girls and they were all like, yeah, that's a really good idea. And I said to them that I was going to run it properly I was going to go to the um, football association in Abuja and get accreditation and all of that um, and they were like yeah 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 yeah. of course it's a good idea so first and foremost I had to find uh, a venue I had to find somewhere that was secure um, you know there was a because um, obviously these are kids and everything like that so I, I managed to secure somewhere that was quite small but it was very secure security and everything so once we started just started doing word of mouth I started just talking to other people I spoke to um, uh, uh, um, Amaka who has little tigers in Lagos because I saw a lot of her her vision was similar to mine so I got some ideas from her and everything anyway Put it together and basically the way we've gotten clients to be honest is mostly from word of mouth that's that's how we've grown okay okay i mean it's it is um i mean starting something new is is all is always going to have its have its uh, uh challenges um obviously because you have the fear of oh, will, will, will people find out about it how's how am i going to promote it but i guess that's where a bit of marketing um skills come comes into play um i mean I think, yeah. I mean, you've touched on obviously seeing a model that worked and, 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 and obviously using some of that. Um, I think the, the other part of it is how, I mean, how are you able to manage the time? I mean, because of everything else that you do. So how are you able to do this as well um, on top of other things? Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a really good team. So I have a fantastic accountant who obviously takes care of all the accounts. I do all the procurement. Um, I have a great care team um, and admin team. So they, they, they kind of help. But because uh, the other two roles that I, I do, two other two hats that I wear are kind of partly mine, it's quite flexible. So I'm able to juggle everything at once. But we're growing now. I mean, we started off with, say, 10 kids to start with, and now we have over 100 kids on our books. We don't all, they don't all register every term um, just because of a situation traveling and all sorts, but we have 100 kids in and out of the academy. So I don't know how we've managed to do it, but because it's my, I'm so passionate about it that I'm prepared to sacrifice certain things like holidays and things like that because I'm always on site. I'm there every single Saturday, rarely Um, mop up uh, for training, modeling together, and my husband, you know, helps a little bit as well when he can. Ah, that's. I mean, that's good. I mean, I can I can tell the passion <laughs> coming out um, as, yeah. as, you, as you talk about it because, I mean, to do something yeah. like this, um, it does require a lot of uh, passion. Um, and as you've kind of rightly said, I mean, you have to sacrifice um, if you're going to be committed to it, um, which which is great. I mean, I think parents listening will hopefully take some some pointers around this um it can be done and it's uh, it's just how how much passion you put into it now when you when you look at an academy um there are a lot of things that have to come into place um when it comes to uh child safety child protection welfare 
um, obviously making the parents feel comfortable as well. So having a safe environment that's fun and accessible training ground is very important, obviously. So what measures did you put in place for this and, and how do you maintain them? Hi, Koi. Sorry, I lost you for a second there. <laughs> no problem at all. So I said ha having a okay. fun and accessible training ground is, is very important for the child's welfare and the parents' trust. So, I mean, trying to understand from your point of view, what did you have to do? Um, what sort of measures did you have to put in place to ensure that child welfare, child protection, child safety was at the highest level that you could have it? And how have you been able to maintain it? Okay, so what, what, we've, what we did was we, we tried as much as possible to ensure that we had, um, apart from the coaches, we had enough people um, to um, take care of the children because we start at age three. So a lot, of, a lot of our kids, you know, don't always stay in one place. So we have a lot of, um, we call them the care, make sure they don't leave the pitch, make sure somebody is there to take them to the toilet, things like that. So that's how we kind of make sure that we contain the children in the premises that we are. But where we were before is also was also out, it wasn't on the face in the streets or anything like that. So you couldn't actually see and I think that's why the parents really liked it. But obviously, as we grew, we had to uh, um, look for another pitch. And again, the same pitch, the same sort of um, measures were taken in the sense that I had to be sure that it was fenced in. Um, there was only one way in and one way out, things like that, so that we can monitor the children. Um, we trained our admin staff on um, health and safety, like quick health and safety if they need to. So that's so a plus so we have our first aid kids we have our first aid aiders there as well um and basically that's kind of it but we have security where we are at the moment um on the on site so that also helps okay okay i mean it's i mean you've clearly kind of thought this out well um and obviously i guess having learned from practices that you've seen in the UK um, has also kind of applied itself to, to, your, to your structure. Now, I mean, following on from kind of the environment itself, um, we then talk about coaching standards. So, I mean, obviously coaches at any level require good understanding of how to teach the sport, which usually means that um, they have to have some form of qualification. So how do you ensure the coaches are qualified and, have the most up-to-date credentials okay well that's kind of, that's a little bit difficult because to begin with all our coaches come from the um nigerian football association in, in abuja so we, we get all our coaches recommended from them so i feel i believe they're trained to a certain standard but of course these these um coaches have not all of them had worked with kids before so we had to put them through our own training program which i don't know but to be honest with you we could do with more um intimate on coaching because we only we only go by the coaching that we devised myself and my husband devised for them but it would be good to have you know professional coaching um training programs for 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 those guys i, I would i don't know of any that are in abuja but it would be something that i'd definitely be interested in exploring or knowing more about okay great great i mean i'm sure i'm sure along the way i'll be able to to connect you with with one or two coaches in that area that can hopefully shed more light on on that because i mean obviously for 
youth football, um, it's very, very different. Um, yeah. And I think that's where yeah, sometimes um, in this particular environment, let's, let's say Nigeria, for example, or, or different parts of Africa, um, a lot of coaches seem to just apply the same methods as youth football that they would apply with yeah. senior football, which is not necessarily the case. Um, but I mean, having, having kind of understood exactly what you've had to do in terms of almost retraining them to, to a level where yeah. that they're dealing with kids is, is obviously very, very important. Um, because I mean, kids can only take on board so much. Uh, you can't give them so many instructions and you've also got to yeah. make as fun um, as, as you can. Now, I mean, you've done yeah. it well with, with football. Um, you've launched this basketball, all girls basketball, which is fantastic. Um, and what was, what was, what was the motivation behind that for you? Okay, so with the basketball, um, I, 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 basically what happens, we've got children that come to football that have siblings, they have sisters who are older, and um, they kept on saying to me they really want to do um, a girls-only sport, something, they wanted to do a girls-only football. We do have girls um, on our football team, definitely, uh, in our football academy, but they, once they get to about 10, 11, they lose interest because they don't want to play with other boys. They'd rather play with girls just by themselves. So we didn't have the pitch capacity to have a girls football team going on at the same time. Um, but where we are right now, there's a, there's actually, there was actually a, a basketball court. So I thought, well, why don't we look into that? I personally play netball. So I was thinking of netball, but I don't know how, um, netball would to take off in Nigeria for kids because it's not something that we're kind of used to. So I thought basketball would be the next best thing. So I, that's basically how I launched it because the basketball court is literally next door to the football pitch. So um, once I did my research, so I asked around, asked the parents that had teenage children, girls and asked them that would they be interested? And most of them said, yeah, some said they're not sure. They've never really thought about basketball. So that's kind of how I started. And then I started interviewing coaches. So I started speaking to female professional basketball, Nigerian basketball players. And that's how I got coach Jennifer, who was just fantastic with the girls. And that's how I started. So we did a, a short video that we, you know because we're waiting on you know more numbers more girls to join and already people are starting to call up and say yeah it looks fun looks interesting so that's how we started it but already the boys are eyeing it and saying oh why we want to play basketball too but I'm just like let's just let's see how the girls go and then we'll look at that maybe the boys after <laughs> or a mixed team should I say I, I guess you, you 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 always have that uh, situation that arises where where the boys see the girls are doing something else and they want to also challenge yes them. but hey that's that's all part yes. of part and parcel of the fun of of um teaching um the youth different sports and I mean it's great that obviously you you made use of the fact that okay you're you're a, you had a access to a multi-purpose um um, let's say playground. Yes. Obviously, there's football and a basketball court. Um, and I mean, as you've kind yeah. of said, initially wanted to start netball, but hey, further down the line, you might still be able to start netball because when you look at basketball, yes, yes, to 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 netball. So I'm sure down the line, you'll you'll probably be opening up a a, a girls netball team as well. I'm not sure how you're going to be able to cope with yes. it, all, but <laughs> but clearly, you're I know, I know, we'll work it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Kenji, I mean, it's, 
you're clearly enjoying what you do, so please keep it up. Oh, I do. We need more parents yeah. getting Thank involved. Um, as that's the starting point for every child's journey, as I kind of tell people, is that look, it, it takes the parents themselves to have a passion for it. Um, and then yeah. the children themselves naturally want to want to follow suit. So, I mean, KJ, if people wanted to contact you um, or find out more about um, uh, the football academy or the basketball academy, how can they connect with you? Okay, so um, we're on Instagram, so they can follow us on info little hawks. So little hawks uh, FC. Um, um, we're on. We're as I said, we're on. Uh, we're also on the web. Little hawks, all the W's. Littlehawksfc.co.uk. Um, they can, if you just search for us in, in Abuja, we, we, people just put in football academy in Abuja and they come up with our, our, you know, details. Otherwise they can always give us a call on 0816-802-5392. We're Little Hawks FC. We, we, our basketball is going to be called um, Shooting Hawks. So we're going to um, do a separate um, Instagram for them as well. But for now, it's all together. Fantastic. Thank you so much, KG, for your time and sharing your You're journey. welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you for so much. Listeners, you've, you've heard it from a parent's point of view as to how to start up um, uh, an academy or, or a club. So hopefully there's some useful tips in there um, that you can get. And obviously, yes. if you follow the handles um, or you contact them, yes. I'm sure there's more information that they can share. So thank you again, KG. No problem. Thank you so much, Koya. I appreciate it. Thank you again for tuning in. This is Chief Coach. Stay safe and stay healthy.